The base of my sermon is that run the race of faith until God has called us home. Good morning. Greetings and peace in the name of Jesus, who is the head of his church. I'm sure we're very all familiar with sayings about finishing well. See if you can help me with some of these sayings that we might have heard from different people over time. It ain't over until the fat lady all's well that what? Winners don't quit and quitters don't what? Win. Yes. By the way, when you rank number one, there's only one place to go. And who is that country comedian that always said, get her done? Get her done, right? All's well that ends well. So living life wisely is finishing well. As St. Paul tells us, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. In the parable of the sower, our Lord tells a parable for all of us of finishing well. Now once again, parables aren't nice stories for nice children in nice classrooms with nice messages, but our Lord tells parables, some can hear, some can't hear, and parables ultimately are iron fists in velvet gloves. Someone is getting their lunch handed to them during a parable. So in the parable of the sower, our Lord tells the story of the sower who goes out and throws out seed into the field. Now there's four different types of soil that the seed falls on. Some is hard and the birds come and pick it up. Some are very shallow and grow shallow roots and die. Some is thrown among thorns and weeds and they grow up and they get choked out by life, but some fall on rich soil. The point of the parable is that for some people, they might believe for only a little bit of time of their life. I came to church and I went to a Lutheran school and I was involved in church and I fell away. I got involved in more important things and I fell out of faith. For other people, I came to church and I came to faith and believed, but I got involved in more important things in my life or I got really upset at the church or the pastor and I left and I fell out of faith. The point of the parable is very simple. That we are called to be rich soil which receive the seed and bear fruit our entire life. See, living wisely is finishing well. You know, winners don't quit and quitters don't win. And all's well that ends well. St. John reminds us in the book of Revelation, he says this, Be faithful even to the point of death and I will give you what? The crown of eternal life. We are all called to finish well the race of life. You see, life is not fair nor kind to those who don't finish well. So go ahead and look at your screen. There's some pictures there. No offense to Penn State fans, but Joe Paterno didn't finish well. Well, he had quite a record. He had quite a resume. Won titles, but unfortunately... At the end of his coaching career, at the end of his life, there are scandals. That rocked State College. His statue was removed. There are scandals that allowed him just not to finish well in a very sad story. I put up the helmet of the Atlanta Falcons. Nothing against them, but a few years ago, they led 28-3. to Third quarter in the Super Bowl, and they ended up what? Losing to the New England Patriots. At least Browns fans, we can't complain. We've never been there, Okay. There's a finish line there. In 2015, I went to the state cross-country championship in Illinois, 
And two runners were ranked top of the states, and they, they always beat each other various races. Over state championships, they were passing each other back and forth for first place. And at the end of the race, one runner took like a 10-yard lead. And at the end of the race, he put up his arms in victory. I took the state title, and he slowed down. And just then, the runner in second place did what? Passed him. He didn't finish well. You see, in Illinois, in cross country, they put chips in your spikes in your shoes, computer chips, so you know exactly who crossed the finish line when. He didn't finish well. Now, of course, who else is up there? Elvis Presley, right? The king. But what, what do we remember about him? Yeah, we remember his motorcycles and his fame, but ultimately he died too early of a what? Drug overdose. And there is Benedict Arnold. He didn't finish well, did he? In American history, when you say traitor, whose name comes up? Benedict. And of course, there's Judas. Called by an apostle of God, yet his sin so much wasn't betrayal of our Lord, but refusing God's grace. And scripture tells us it had been better if he would not have been born. Life is not fair to those who don't finish well. You know, winners don't quit and quitters don't win. And all's well that ends well. Now, this is a spoiler alert, being a movie guy. One of my favorite movies is called The Firm. In the movie The Firm, Tom Cruise plays a hotshot Ivy, Ivy graduate lawyer. And he makes a lot of money. He's hired by a very rich law firm, only to find out that the law firm serves the mafia and the mob. He finds out their crime and what they're involved in. He's in a bad situation. And the Federals... Federal agents know he's new, and they want to bring his law firm to justice, so he's in a tight spot. On top of that, he gets cornered into some fornication, and he's in a real bad mess, and he knows it. Now he needs to fix things. How can he keep the mafia off his back? How can he do right with the feds? How can he build trust with his wife and do right according to everyone? But the entire movie is about him finishing well, so that he can continue to be a lawyer, with a clean record, do right by the feds, and make sure the mob isn't going to mess with him anymore the rest of his life, finishing well. Moses also finished well. He was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength was gone. He could have served more, but at that point, God called him home. But he did finish well. Yes, he was a sinner. It said that Israel mourned for 30 days after his passing. He was a servant of God who finished well. Then in the New Testament, St. Paul too finished well. He was martyred in 64 AD. But Paul always wrote this. I think he knew his martyrdom was coming. What did Paul say? Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. I press on to win the goal for which God has called me heavenward. In Christ Jesus. St. Paul, too, finished well. So the question is, what about you and I? Because living wisely is finishing well. May I ask you, for some of it's closer, for some of it's closer than we think, for others of us, it might be years or decades away. How do you wish to be remembered? When you and I die, what do we desire that people say about us? Dr. Erickson is a psychologist, and he writes about the stages of life. 
And unique coming from secular research, he says this, that most people on their deathbed, when they look back on their lives, they don't think about their wealth, they don't think about their personality, they don't think about how popular they were, but the most important thing for a person to have peace at a deathbed, once again, this is secular, is what have I done to help the generations who come after me? How have I benefited those who will outlive me? How has my life been a reflection of blessing that the world might be a better place that I was there? Finishing well. Living wisely is finishing well. You know, get her done. It's not over until a fat lady sings. Sort of unique in the Nicene Creed, which you and I confess every other week, it talks about Christ. Listen to the words. Very God of very God rose again and sits at the right hand of God the Father and will come again to judge whose kingdom will have no end. Not only did he finish well by dying and rising, but he looks down us in heaven in favor. He sits at the right hand of God and he promises to finish things well. To come back on judgment day, he'll separate the left from the right, unbelievers from believers, the goats from the sheep, the damned to the saved. He will finish well, and he has finished well. And is it unique that the last thing Jesus said on the cross is what? It is finished. I've died for all people's sin for all time. I took the wrath of God upon myself. He finished well. Living life wisely is finishing well. Finishing well. So what does that look like? Living wisely is finishing well. Well, first of all, have a vibrant relationship to God to the end. John 15 says this. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Finishing well means that I'm always connected to the vine Jesus. I'm with the word. I'm involved in the word. I read pearls of prayer daily. I come to church, I'm fed the word, and I receive the Lord's Supper. Finishing well is a vibrant relationship with God. I'm in constant contact with him until the day I call him home. What else is living wisely, finishing well? A lifelong learner. None of us are done learning. Nobody here knows it all. Matter of fact, a wise person said, the more we know, the more we don't what? Know. How many of us are blessed by dentists and surgeons and doctors who spent years and decades in their trade and in their own careers, and they bring down lots of wisdom to bless us? So finishing well is being a lifelong learner. I'm always going to grow. I'm always going to mature. For all of us, do that. Remain faithful unto death. You know the parable of the sower. Not that my faith is shallow. Not that I'm rooted in weeds. But I'm faithful until my death. Finish well, just like Paul and Moses did. Living life wisely leaves a legacy or a witness. That goes back to what Dr. Erickson said. What am I going to do? What have I done to bless the younger generations who come after me? About 10 years ago, I had a funeral for a very dedicated member. And he died of leukemia. 
And I remember the first time he came to me and said, I'm just not feeling well. I walk around, I'm out of breath, I'm not sure what's going on. So he went to the doctor, he's diagnosed with leukemia. And sadly, about a year and a half after that, he was called to his eternal home. But that's just not what I remember about him. What I remember about him is what happened after his death. You see, he was in a career that as long as he worked or was, or as long as he worked or was in disability for part of the month, he received a paycheck for the entire month. And I remember that even a week after we had his funeral, that his spouse still came and said, here's his offering. He wanted me to bring this to you even after he died because this was income that God blessed him with that he believed a portion was returned to God. Even before his death, he realized to be faithful. Even after death, he left that. So living wisely is finishing well. Leaves a legacy or a witness. My hope and prayer is that when the pastor preaches your funeral, whoever that might be, when the pastor preaches my funeral, I don't know who, when, or how, or where, that the pastor doesn't have to think much, but this will be part of the sermon. Well done, good and faithful servant. So I'm sure Pastor Loring can share, just as I can share. We've done funerals of many people who that was our first thought that went through our mind. Well done, good and faithful servant. For they lived wisely. They kept faithful to the end. They finished the race. They didn't quit. They were a lifelong learner. May that be a prayer for us, not in selfishness, not in pride, but God working through us so that the pastor would think, yep, that's so-and-so. Well done, good and faithful servant. It's a picture of Dr. Martin Luther on his deathbed. And Luther knew he was ill, and on his deathbed, one of his colleagues, a scholar, a pastor, a theologian, came up to him and said, Dr. Luther, do you recant anything you said, or is all you said true? And Luther said, all I said is true. Martin Luther didn't want anyone saying that he changed his mind on his deathbed. But after Dr. Martin Luther died, someone pulled from the pocket of his shirt a note out, and the note said this, Hoc es verum, Vir sind alla praetor. Now the first line is Latin. Hoc es verum. This is true. The second line is in German. Vir sind alla praetor. We're all beggars. You see, Luther remained faithful to the teaching that he was saved by grace. Because it's true. We are all beggars. We are all miserable, lousy sinners who bring nothing to God, but we come to God as poor beggars. And what does God give us? His mercy and grace. What does God give us, poor beggars? He calls us his children. Prince and princesses in Christ. Luther remained true to the doctrine that began, God used to begin the Reformation. We're saved by grace through faith. Vir sind all the praetor. You and I are nothing more than miserable beggars in front of the cross of Christ. And in response, Christ gives us the wealth of his kingdom. Children of God, eternal life, blessed and forever. So living wisely is what? Finishing well. All's well that what? Ends well. Get her done. Keep the faith. Finish the race by God's grace and strength. So how about this for a closing thought? Can you read it with me? 
I And all God's people say, 